Yes, 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 good people. Welcome to Prescription Radio Podcast, episode number two. It's been a long time in the making, but here it is, Trinidad and Tobago Carnival 2023. So I'm your host, DJ Fazma, and in order to bring you excellent content, we um, want to discuss with first-time carnival goers their experience. So we invited one of our people here, right here in Sydney, called Evangeline, to come on to the weekly radio show, which is held at Koori Radio Station in Sydney, Australia. Koori Radio Station is 93.7 FM. If you want to check them out and give them a follow, it's Indigenous Radio Station, where we are currently broadcasting from. It's Gadigal Nation, the original name of Sydney. So I want to say big up to 93.7 FM, Koori Radio. Check them out on www.koori.com. And then you can find out more about them, buy some merch, whatever you want to do. So let's jump right into the vibes of Carnival Trinidad and Tobago 2023. It was written in history as the mother of all carnivals. Some called it the mother-in-law of all carnivals. But whatever it was for you, this is the experience of Evangeline. Let's take a listen. Uh, just, I think it's got to be the best trip I've ever had. It just, I just keep replaying every moment in my head. Um, I keep listening to the music every day on the way to work and it just makes me feel so much better just knowing that I've had that experience. I have to say it was sad to have to leave and come back, but I'm also happy to know that it'll be on again next year and I'm definitely signing out. Wow. <laughs> okay, so that's your first impressions, I guess. Yeah. First, first debrief in this country. The last time we saw each other was actually in the United States. Yes. Because we accidentally caught the flight. You went somewhere else. You went to a different part of Trinidad. You went to Tobago. Me and um, me and my team, we stayed in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. And then you had flown back to Trinidad to catch your flight to the United States to come back to Australia. Yep. And we act, we were on the same flight from Trinidad to the United States. Yeah. So really cool. last time we saw each other was in Houston. Mm -hmm. um, and you went so NASA. Obviously, we, we we ate some Texans food. Mm -hmm. I had a moon pie. <laughs> yeah, you had a moon pie. Or you saw Sheldon. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, what what's the? Let's start here. Let's start at the beginning. How did you come across uh, this this experience, and what made you decide to go? Well, Just for our listeners, you know. So actually, I I only really got involved with soca music and dance hall through a friend um, who used to go to dance hall classes and then went to soca classes and then I used to go to events with her as well which is how I met you um, and she like I had actually gone to the induction for carnival a few years ago um, but it was supposed to be me and the two friends going and circumstances changed and we didn't end up going so then I kind of forgot about it traveled the world came back and it got mentioned again um, with travel reopening and I have to say like my friends were a lot more emotionally invested and actually part of this like the dancing and the culture whereas I just heard about it and I was like oh that sounds like a fun trip like I wasn't emotionally invested at all didn't do any research I was just like this sounds cool I want to do this um, and in the lead up, I was actually getting quite nervous because um, I hadn't researched it. But when I, I think that actually benefited me because I had no expectations. And when I got there, I was just amazed by everything that I saw. 
Um, so you were like a sponge and you soaked it all in? Yeah, and I, I made sure to maximize my time, like every moment of time I had, I, I took advantage of it no matter how tired I was. Um, I, I would wake up at 3 a.m. to go to the Canberley re reenactment that you mentioned before. I woke up at um, 2 a.m. to go to Jouvet. Um, we stayed out late till like uh, past midnight at these parties and then the two hour drive home, so barely any sleep. I even went to the breakfast party at 3.30 on no sleep and was having micro-sleeps on the bench, but I was like, I'm not going back to the guest house and sleeping through this. Like, I have to be awake for every moment. So let, let's, let's touch on that a bit. Um, so I know you like, oh, it sounds like we're talking about parties like you would imagine in Sydney, a, mm. a rave or something, or a party that you've been to in Sydney. These, compare, like for our listeners, they might look, yeah, well, compare, the, compare what happens there to yeah. what you experience potentially here. I, I'm actually glad you mentioned that because that's one of the things I was nervous about. So when you go to a party in Sydney, it's mostly, you know, there's a bar, you get some drinks, there's loud music playing and you stand and you dance. But there's only so long you can do that for. And I, my impression was I thought that we were just going to go to these parties and literally just stand there and dance the whole night and I was going to get tired. And it's, it's so much more than that. You walk into the venue, there is a whole area of food and not just like a little bit of food lots of food lots of variety like its own food court then there's another area with a bar and there's even areas where you can make your own drinks so you can take what, whatever bottles you want and mix your own drinks and then i was in shock when i walked past this other section of the venue and i saw people getting massages and there were all these tables and rooms set up and and i actually said to one of the girls like we, can we just like go get a massage and she was like yeah it's all included so there's even a massage area and these things stay open throughout the whole night so you can go have like into the mosh pit dance listen to the music you can go get food if you're feeling tired you can go get a massage you can go get whatever drink you want everything's included it's such an amazing experience you don't feel like you're locked into one area doing the same thing the whole night you can do whatever you want there's even areas where you can just chill out and meet new people and talk to them as well and everyone there is so friendly and just loves to share the experience with you talking about it listening listening to you i know exactly which party you're talking about <laughs> if you left that one thing they had a shisha bar in that party too oh yeah that's right they did. <laughs> um yeah so that's pretty cool so the parties kind of yeah they kind of they don't, they don't really compare i mean what are we saying are we trying to downgrade sydney no we're not we're trying to add potentially ideas to promoters for promoters to take on or venues that want to make sydney more interactive uh, i don't know you know take a take a take a note take a lesson there might be an opportunity there for you anyway so the parties like are different right yeah the people are different so mm. the other thing i think you want to touch on is potentially dancing is that correct yes what you what you saw online <laughs> how, to how it actually compared what you explain what you saw online and then how it actually ends up working well um so i i saw a lot of instagram videos pop up on my feed in the lead up because i'd liked certain accounts just to prepare myself a little bit going into this and some of the dancing looked like in the videos that were promoted looked quite aggressive to me and it looked like i i had this impression that i was going to walk down the street and some guy was going to come up behind me and just start like i don't know grinding or something and i wasn't going to have a say in it that's just how it looked in the videos it looked like really full on and i'm i'm quite reserved and i don't even really know how to dance like that so i was really nervous um but 
it's not like that at all. When you go there, it's a cultural experience. There's actually something quite wholesome about it. Um, and it's not aggressive at all. I think they just um, put the more shocking videos online. But when you go there, everyone is very respectful. It's a cultural dance. It's The focus is more on soca, which is quite upbeat and happy and you know energetic and just puts you in a good mood and generally people will make eye contact with you to gauge if you want to dance with them and if they can tell that you don't they'll move on politely and if you do then they'll dance in a, a very respectful manner um, but everyone's having so much fun and being respectful and courteous of each other um, and it's it's just a really feel-good type of music and dance yes ladies and gentlemen yes, ladies and gentlemen okay let's get back to this carnival story we've got to finish this right all right, so let me quickly jump in and introduce the next one, the next guest we have in the studio. And she goes by the name of Jamie, Lady Bacchanal. She's a DJ in Sydney. She also has a little dance hall called Freed Up Dance, um, specializes in soca dance. So if you want to learn how to dance to, or move to, the, to soca music each and every week, she's got a dance school. You can come and do that. Uh, Freed Up Dance, check that out, right? So that's, that's Lady Bacchanal here in the studio. Say hello. Hello, hello. All right, and we've got Evangeline. Hello. Say hello. Hello. Can you speak up? Hello. <laughs> Get a little closer to the mic for me, please. Thanks right. so much. Thanks so much. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So we kind of uh, spoke about Carnival, how you ended up. I'm addressing Evangeline at the moment. Yeah. How you, how you end up at Carnival. Yeah. The whole process and so forth. We spoke about some parties. I mean, guys, let's, 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 let's not beat around the bush. Anyone can jump in at any time right now. What was the best party for you guys? We went to Juve. Juve. <laughs> Wait, does it, like, I mean, yeah. Oh, no. you mean like one of the? No, other. actually, let's let's. Okay, so Juve <laughs> is its own beast. Carnival is its own beast. Okay. And then we have the parties. Okay, like, the parties. Out of the parties, um, they're all so good. But I think, um, how do you pronounce the one that is with the PH? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll call it Phuket. We'll call it Phuket. Phuket. Because yeah. I, I heard two variations. There's another I don't variation. I want to say the wrong one. There's well, an, there's there. Not, there is another variation. We just keep it. We just keep it um, PG for this studio. Um, it's it's uh, Phuket, right? Phuket. So Phuket for this studio with a P, for not our a, listeners. Not it's, P, it's spelled P U H U K E T, just like the the place in Thailand called Phuket. So the party's called Phuket, right? Mm. Anyways, you like that one? Yeah. Um, you, you've already described it. I don't know. I know. Yeah, but, but I, think, I think the atmosphere as well, like it was right by the water. So, yeah. uh, you know, you could hang out by the water. You could hang out inside. It was like a little garden area. You kind of had the best of every world in there. Like yeah, everything. The party. Yeah, everything you could want. You couldn't go wrong with that one? No. You, what, what were you going to add to it? No, I was uh, just to add to, to that one. Um... Just the location of this particular party yeah. um, is is gorgeous because it's literally on the, the waterfront, and you can they've got one section as you mentioned earlier where there is actually a self service bar that had the little shisha thing. You can grab your drink, sit by the water, and just take in um, the atmosphere as the, you know the sun was setting. It was just it's spectacular. Right, so. I feel like that could be the Australia's favorite party, and it's at um, this venue called Ang the Anchorage, right? Well, Anchorage, um, and it basically is literally on the water, and you can look in the water and see fishes. If you want, you can pet, pet a nice little fish in there. You go, hey, how's it going, buddy? You see Nemo and so forth. But just the atmosphere, the vibes, uh, the surroundings, getting there, 
It's just mag <laughs> magical because you go down one road, it's only got one road in and one road out. You come out of the city and the first set of houses you go past and then out of nowhere you just see the the, the sea, the Gulf of Paria. Is that Gulf of Paria? Uh, I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly. But anyway, uh, it's just flat, sun, sun, sun soaked, and it's just amazing, right? Obviously. Mm. We just, I'm just amping it up a little bit for you guys to give you guys a little bit of more formal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, for you it was Phuket, and yeah. what about you, JB? I would, I would have to say the same. Lady uh, Bacchanal. Lady Bacchanal. I thoroughly enjoy the location, the people that are there. The From the moment you walk in, there's a really positive atmosphere. The people are already in a party mood. Everyone... Everyone that works there is happy to work there. It's just from, from the moment you kind of step foot in that front door, you were offered a, a beverage on your way in. And it's just is really, really nice vibes and energy the entire way through. Uh, they even had a rhythm section within the party at one point as well, which just added to, to the atmosphere. And I think, you know, I actually, it's one of those parties that I, I don't want to tell people I like too much because I want to keep it a little <laughs> bit of a secret. <laughs> so I had a few people online go, oh, can you give us your, your review and your breakdown of this party? And I'm a little bit hesitant because I'm just like, I, I don't actually want everyone to know. I know it's a bit selfish, but <laughs> um, that has to be one of my favorites. To be honest, I also enjoy uh, Soka Brainwash as well, which is more of a festival. Um, and when you go there it's it's huge we're talking about thousands of people in this one and the the layout and the decorations and the theming you have these giant inflatables and you have these two huge stages fireworks going off you have traditional characters like the stilt walkers walking through the party it's really a really great production the only thing for me that doesn't make it my favorite would be the fact that it is held during the day and i do not do well with the hot hot sun so it just it's got nothing to do with the party itself it's just my personal preference um there. yeah i just want to do a quick shout out because you both brought up the uh phuket right as a, as a party of one of your favorites and i wanted to do a quick shout out to a lady called kathy who has a, a dessert bar there um from shogonas in trinidad central trinidad and she was doing like cupcakes uh chocolate chocolate all kinds of sweet stuff, right? Her and her husband are vibes. Like we go out when we meet, when we arrive, we hang out. And so, so I want to say a big shout out to Kathy. And and next time, let's not get into a fight. <laughs> we don't need to fight. We need to have a good time. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. So good. Circle brainwash. I mean, it's a big one. What you went to? That's your first circle brainwash. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like Tomorrowland. It was amazing. Like when you walk in, everything looks so pretty and beautiful. Like great opportunity for those um, influencer Instagram shots. Yeah, uh, it's so nicely decorated, and the the colors they use as well are really vibrant and um, bright, and just put you in a good mood. Speaking of colors, guys. Sorry, I just thought, I'm yep. trying to steer the conversation. I know everyone wants to wants to in inject their little two cents and stuff and you'll get room to do that of course um but speaking of colors what did you think about the way people dress and the colors that people use like when i came back to sydney i was like hey what happened to orange what happened to red what happened to, you know but like, give me your opinion like especially evangeline I mean, it's your first time there oh it's beautiful like the way they mix all the colors together as well like everything just goes so well um and because the the 
way the um, venues are decorated um, have so many like varieties of color it's when the people show up in the color it looks like they were trying to match the venue almost but like not clash with it just like suit it perfectly at one point I remember seeing like a drink stand with like green and orange balloons and then there was a girl in a bright green dress and a girl in a bright orange dress and I thought that it was planned <laughs> as part of the like the drink station but it wasn't and and the the clothes are amazing as well just beautiful like they really know how to cut the shape of the clothes over there and <laughs> work all the colors together nice. <laughs> Lady Buckingham what do you think about the colors some people wear over there Oh, I, I love it. I come back to Sydney and it, it, it seems a little bit, a little bit dreary and, and, and plain. Uh, I, I have seen a little bit more colour working its way in here, but definitely nothing like um, the, the Caribbean over there. And I just like the fact that, especially during carnival time, the uh, outfits are daring. People don't think twice about being bright and, and bold. Uh, at one of the parties as well, I was taking, this was Soka Brainwash, they had a rainbow coloured um, pathway and there was a girl who was taking a photo and she was wearing a dress that had the rainbow colours throughout it and again, you, you think it was just part of it, part of the decor and it's, it's just, it adds, it, it doesn't add, I guess it, it complements the energy of carnival and the parties and, and all of that because it's, it's bright, it's happy and um, yeah, it's, it's just, I know, it's the sort of thing that puts a smile on your face. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. I agree with you guys, like, uh, Phuket was my, one of my, it's always been one of my favourites. Um, Soko Brainwash, whilst it's one of the pre-carnival parties, it's not the same as a Phuket. It's um, a festival. Like, what, what happens in Trinidad, basically, is like, the pre-parties are all different. So you go to a breakfast party, you go to a festival party. You go to a, a waterside anchorage party. You go to uh, like this. There was another. There's another premium one that we go to. It's called Beach House, and that one is also. It depends on where they put on it, put on it in the venue, where they put it on. But usually it's next to the water as well. But this one happened to be on golf course, and it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, what else did we do? We did we did a is we went to South Trinidad, and we saw Kest. For those of you, for for the ladies, if you have. Google right now, you can look up KES, K-E-S, the band. For some reason, I don't know what it is, every female I know has a crush on this, on this guy, right? So just, I'm just putting it out there, I just want to test the theory. So if you are at home and you want to, and you are at Google, press, type in K-E-S, the band, and the lead singer is KES. Anyway, we went to see his concert in South Trinidad. It was pretty cool, I would say. Um, we did the VIP experience, so we got food, drinks, all that kind of stuff. So we did a variety of stuff. Um, so that's all the parties pre-carnival, right? It kind of, you know, you can go to the Av. There's this place called the Av. Let's talk about the Av quick. Let's, let's, let's give people a little insight. The Av. The Av is not really part of our tour or part of the tour that go have to Trinidad and Tobago, but it's by default one of the places you go because, hey, not every night we're doing anything, and if you want to go out on a for a drink or you meet somebody in Trinidad, hey, let's catch up, yeah, let's catch up. It's where you're going to go, probably the Av. And what is the Av? Um, Anyone, jump in. Ladies <laughs> well, first. So it's like, it's a strip um, not far from where we stay there, and it's just so full of life. There's bars, restaurants, um, street food, just loud music playing, uh, people dancing on the street. It's 
just it's it's like a party on its own just if you want to have a street party just go to them and actually a lot of people i met there um they introduced me to the word liming <laughs> so they were like we're gonna go have a lime and i was like what's a lime and they were like it's like a party and i was like oh where are you going and almost every single time it was at the app <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah jay do you want to elaborate on the, on the app yeah, uh, that just makes me laugh because, uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't think that was something that we mentioned before we went. But it's funny, it's like you can be liming, you yeah. can go to a lime, you can, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just one of those versatile words. You can make a lime. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with the citrus. Um, but, yeah, basically the, the Av, I guess, would be uh, the closest thing that we would have would be Oxford Street sort of back in its heyday, but a little bit different. It's It's more a street with smaller bars restaurants um and it's the type of i guess it's something that's sort of unique to that part of the world because it doesn't happen in australia you people tend to get their drinks and then they'll stand on the pavement or on the street outside and socialize so it's a little bit different to australia in that you can't you know grab a drink from one bar and walk to the next bar so it's sort of one this like this one big communal um area you know, extended bar that bl bars that blend into one another. Uh, people rock up with their cars as well, so they'll park up and they'll have music, um, you know, coming out of their car. They'll put their open their bonnet, have their drinks in the back as well. So it's a, it's a whole experience. So I'm going to give one of you or both of you the opportunity to pronounce the the name of the Av. Starts with A. Ariapita. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was that or Arapita. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done, well but done. But actually, I just wanted to say, so you know how you were saying people get their drinks and stand on the pavement? So I didn't realise that when the first night I went there. And we went to Frankie's bar and there were a whole bunch of people standing outside and I thought they were lining up to get in. So I just stood in the line and then someone was like, you know, you can go in, right? And I was like, oh, are you not waiting in the line? And they were like, no. And it took me a while to realize that they were quite happy standing where they were. <laughs> yeah, so it's an adjustment, it's a cultural So basically what we're saying with that, what we're trying to say with those personal antidotes is that it's an adjustment. If you do come, if you do want to actually go to Trinidad and Tobago for Carnival, um, I will refer you all the details um, for the Australian contingent because then we can, you know, make it a little bit more comfortable being around Australians. Actually, we'll talk about it in a sec. Um, so if you do want to go to them, you know, one of the things that we need to, uh, I guess, cater for is the cultural adjustment. So let's talk about that, actually. How did you find the fact that you were with a group, this is for Evangeline, mm -hmm. um, with a group of Australians? Was that help? How did that work for you? Was that good? Was it bad? I know, I know everyone is different. Yeah. You're a little bit more independent, but it's also maybe good to have... Yeah. You know. I liked that there were both options. Um, I liked that I could hang out with the group at some times and then like the other times I could go off on my own because I, like you said, I, I do kind of like to do my own thing as well and I've traveled alone by myself before. So it was nice to have that freedom of like when you're with the group, you hang out with the group and you learn things as a group as well. Because also like when you're in a group situation, I guess everyone's attracting different people and there's people you might talk to that you wouldn't have if you were on your own. But then when you're on your own, you can kind of go at your own pace and explore and go somewhere that you might not feel comfortable telling the group, well, let's go here. 
Um, so yeah, it was good to have the best of both worlds. And I, uh, yeah, I ended up meeting like locals on my own. And then I remember at, at Phuket, uh, <laughs> when I was dancing with Jamie or trying to dance, she was dancing and I was trying to, <laughs> um, some more locals came up and talked to us because they, they saw how she was dancing and they were really interested in how she knew to dance so well. <laughs> I didn't realize you got quizzed. So yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's not beat around the bush anymore, ladies. We talked about the parties, we talked about the colors, we talked about funky stuff. I want to talk about what you want to talk about, which is Juve. Let's talk about the meaning of Juve quickly. It's the break of dawn, pre-carnival. It's the actual start of carnival, like the carnival period. So it goes from Juve morning, straight to Monday, straight to Tuesday, and then it's Ash Wednesday, right? So talk to me about Juve. Your first Juve is never the same. You'll never be the same. How was it for you? Oh. Whoever wants to go in, oh. ladies. We've got Evangeline and we've got Lady Buckingham <laughs> in the building. Yeah. Don't be shy, guys. Okay. You're with me. Let's go. Well, I, I have to say I was I was shocked at how much I liked it because I don't know if you remember me when, like in the induction when you were first going through the schedule and I was talking about how, you know, I like my sleep and you said, it sounds to me like you're quite precious about your sleep. And I was like, yes, I really am. Um, I don't want to lose any friends by being cranky because I haven't had any sleep. And when uh, and I told you the schedule sounded exhausting, but to be honest, you don't you don't really notice it. It was so much fun, and um, I think we had to wake up at two o'clock in the morning for this juve party. And the thought of waking up at two o'clock in the morning to have things thrown at you didn't sound appealing before I left. But when I got there, <laughs> it was a whole nother story. I woke up and everyone was. I had in a personal a experience with that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But, 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 go on, go on. but it was an accident. <laughs> no, continue, continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I, I woke up at two o'clock in the morning. Um, so surprisingly, we get to the venue and everyone is full of life, and that puts you in a good mood. The music is like blasting loud and. Uh, you have um, so at the front of our parade we had these blue devils that would spit fire into before the you air. Can, before, Evangeline, before you continue, let's let's describe it quickly so yeah. that people get a context because you you're going yeah. <laughs> you're going off your memories. <laughs> and the, and the, whilst I was there, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Okay. But our listeners may not. So okay. Juve morning is exactly what you said. We're, there's a party pre pre Juve party. Yeah. But the actual there's it's actually a parade. It's a moving party. So it's actually. A parade where people uh, use cocoa, pods, beans, cooked in with oil, cooked with clay, there's mud, there's powder, there's paint, and that, this is, this is the juve morning is where you grab all that stuff and you're filling it in and you're putting it all over your body and you people are coming up to you and slapping you in the face with a, with some clay or throwing squirting paint in your eyes, whatever, <laughs> whatever, that's, that's part of the, that's part of the juve, right? So people, there's a, and there's a band, so you join a group, and that's your group. And then that group will have a, a music truck that takes you around the area for Juve. And they'll have stilt walkers, some people. Some people have fire breathers, like we had the Blue Devils. It's yeah. part of the Trinity, Trinity culture to have the Blue Devils, right? So, um, yeah, that's, that's what you were explaining. Yeah. So let me let me let me just put that in context <laughs> for people. That is Juve morning, right? So yeah. continue with your uh, experience. Ah, okay, so we arrived at our band, um, and we had our trucks waiting um, for the parade to start, and we had the Blue Devils warming up, and they were dancing to the music, and um, I feel like like the 
the energy was just so good from the moment you arrived before the parade even started. Um, but then the parade started and um, you have these people, the security with ropes along the side of each truck and they guide you so that you stay within the ropes so you don't like get run over or anything and, and everyone stays quite safe like they're, they're pretty good at watching people. Um, and then like as you start walking the, they will hand you bottles of paint and I think it's a water based paint so it does come off fairly easily but as Jamie recommended put baby oil on first so it doesn't stick um, so I just you know saw people grabbing these bottles of paint and squirting at, e at each other and I was like I want to record this moment so I got my phone out and I, I was looking at the screen while I was recording and not where I was throwing the paint and I accidentally <laughs> squirted some paint in in my um. eyes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. So, but is that what... <laughs> okay, so that happened in Juve, but yeah. was that the best part of the Juve, or what was, what was good? What uh, was well, good? I mean, your reaction was pretty cool, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, no, just the whole... So, the whole parade. So, squirting the paint, and then you had people working with these um, carts full of mud and um, just spreading it all over you. And... I don't know, you just don't really care about the mess. Oh, and they give you a nice pack before you start as well that has a protective case for your phone so you can still record without it getting dirty and you have a high-vis vest and a hat so that your hair doesn't get paint in it. Um, and then, so we're walking and then like, you know, as the sun's coming out, you can even see like cars on the side of the street with paint all over them. And the highlight for me, I guess, was also seeing a cop car with paint all over it because that would never go down well here. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, and you pass like St. James and the devils climb up onto the, the kind of structure there and dance on that as well. Um, and then just when you think you can't get more messy, actually, you know what, they do you a favor, they clean you up. So, um, I was warned that if I went to stand in a certain area, I was going to get water thrown all over me. So I went to stand in that area. So, <laughs> so what you're explaining there is that at the end of the of the of the route, so you have the route throughout from 4 a.m. So the party starts at 2 a.m. Ideally, a juve band should be on the road for definitely by 4 a.m. Should be on the road. Should have the music pumping. People behind celebrating juve. And then as you come back to your headquarters or your camp for the for your for your group that you're with they'll have um depending on who it is they'll squirt your they'll hose you down because guess what it's officially monday morning mass it's monday it's ready we're going we're going on the road in like a couple of hours so you're gonna wash all that guck off you the mud the paint the oil the powder whatever is on you right so they provide you with that opportunity does it work partially i guess <laughs> but not for everybody i think like you might need to go home and have a shower and then yeah. grab your gear and then jump into Monday Mass. Yeah. But yeah, that's what you're explaining. There. Yeah. I felt like anything, it just kind of pushed the paint and mud stains further into the fabric, um, which was good because I wanted to keep that as a souvenir anyway. So I've still got my paint stained clothing <laughs> and shoes. It actually made the shoes look nicer than before. They right. have all multicolors all over them now. <laughs> well, let's let's jump into it then, eh? Jay, what did, what did you think about Juve quickly? Uh, I enjoyed it. I always do, I think. One thing with Juve is it just brings everything back to basics and everyone is the same no matter you know where you come from, what you have, what you don't have. Just being in that environment at night where everyone is basically the same. We're all human, we're all just having fun and we're connecting with ourselves. And it's just, it, it's, gosh, it's almost, it's 
kind of silly to say, but it's almost like a spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. It's just you're, you're really connected with everyone else. You're connected with yourself. You're connected with the spirit of, of carnival at that point in time. You know, there's there's nothing pretty uh, about it. It's 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 raw energy and it's amazing. And just speaking of St James, the the bridge structure that they've yep. got there, um, I I managed to get this this photo and I'll, I'll put it up on Carnival Vibes. Dot com, so keep an eye on that one. But literally one of the blue devils, you see the shadow of the devil hanging off the edge of the bridge with this huge flame coming out of the front. And it's just it's just an amazing thing to, to be part of. Um, yeah, you said it there, right? So um, St. James. What is St. James, quickly, for the people, for our listeners? Just put it in context. And then Carnival Vibes, you said, so people can check out the photo of, of what you're actually speaking about. Yep. So Jay, jump into that. Quick. Okay, so uh, St. James is basically, a, I guess, a, a suburb um, that's within um, Port of Spain. So the, the moving trucks will travel through. So an equivalent here would be, you know, they they start off at Hyde Park, they go through Woolloomooloo, up through King's Cross. So it's basically one of the areas that they're, the so moving old trucks area. go through. Yeah. yeah, so if you want to check out some of the photos that have been taken, like there is a platform for it. Um, specifically for the people that come from Australia, um, which is called, like you go to Instagram or you can check it out. There's a website called www.carnivalvibes.com.au, I think. Um, um, you have to check it out, .com.au or .com. It's one of the two. But um, they also have the social media platforms, which is uh, Instagram and Facebook. Just type in Carnival Vibes Australia carnival vibes australia and you can see some photos um and some reels and some so forth so yeah let's talk about let's talk about carnival monday and carnival tuesday let's go with evangeline because it's your first one i always want to get you first because it's your first experience (laughs) i want to hear what you have to say about it um well i didn't realize what um carnival monday was before i left because i i was hearing a lot about the tuesday which is the main parade um so i didn't know like people were throwing around terms like monday wear and i was like i don't know what that is but i saw some really cool looking stuff online so i bought like a really fancy monday wear (laughs) which didn't end up staying on so i had to change out of it anyway (laughs) but um basically you can wear whatever you want and people get like things that have really bright colors and jewels all over them and um, you know you just want to stand out be colorful um, wear something nice and bold um and you kind of like you're not really identified as to which band you're in by your clothing that day it's more just by your wristband which you're given by your band yeah let me just cut you quickly i just want to give some people some context right so you're speaking about modern day trinidad and tobago carnival Mm -hmm. and that's absolutely fine just want to put that in context for people because obviously there's a history with this um two-day parade and it once wasn't what it is today in terms of clothing and Mm. in terms of monday wear and so forth when we started carnival yeah there was no such thing as Monday wear. Oh, I didn't But know now that. it's a thing, and it's a, it's a growing thing. So it's, a, it's an economy by itself, so it's great that you're bringing it up. Yeah. So I just want to give our listeners a bit of context. Mm. So, yeah, continue. Yeah, um, so, um, yeah, you still walk with your band on Monday, but I guess you're not, like, so compared to the Tuesday, you're kind of wearing whatever you like to wear to express yourself, so you add more of a personal touch that on that day I suppose um but yeah like like you said with Juve and again with Carnival Monday you, like you said it's everyone's just 
people that are there and you you get this real feeling of inclusivity and kind of like you're walking with even though they're people that you don't know it kind of feels like you're walking with family down the street or friends or something like there's just this real sense of unity in the air and um, it just makes you feel so it's like a really humbling experience. I, I, I can imagine like coming from Australia and then hearing about jumping into a costume and then you're going to walk down the street and it could be intimidating potentially and then it could be a thing where you're in your room mm-hmm. and you contemplate oh should I really go outside in these clothes mm. yeah, you know? oh, yeah. and, then, and then and then you actually rock up and you see everybody you see the numbers of people mm. and you see the people that aren't in the parade observing and being happy that you're in mm. yeah in LA, you, know? you don't um, you kind of lose that uh, self-conscious feeling I guess because everyone is just so comfortable in their skin and um, no one's judging anybody um, so again like you just you feel really united and included and there's no judgment there um everyone's just there to have a good time and be happy and kind and i i never came across any kind of situation where anyone was being rude or disrespectful it was everyone was so kind and so friendly and so welcoming i loved it lady bacchanal what are you gonna say about carnival monday how was yours it was good it was good um just trying to think here i think I tried to go straight from Juve into Carnival Monday, but I had to take like a one hour, one hour nap in between before getting back onto the road. So I didn't meet the challenge this year, but uh, it was great, especially uh, again, as the sun starts to set is my favorite time. Um, it gets a little bit cooler. The energy levels of everyone start to increase and it's it's a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. There's just something about I mean, dancing behind moving trucks. I, I was uh, taking a video, actually, of, at one point, and I was watching one of the trucks going by, and it's this semi-trailer that was literally, like, maybe six stacked, five, six high of speakers, and then across the, the length of um, the, the truck as well, and you've got your DJ on there. Your body's, like shaking because of the amount of bass coming out of these things and just you know watching down the street as you're seeing these thousands of people who had kind of just walking along dancing or or whatever it's just it's it's an incredible um incredible experience and yeah literally from morning up until 7 8 p.m whatever it was that we were there um it was yeah. A lot of fun. I guess you, you've been a lot of times, so you're like, you know, a veteran, but it's it's really interesting to get Evangeline's opinion on this stuff. So yeah, let's let's jump straight in from the Monday. Oh you got something you wanna well, add? Yeah, actually so I know that the concept of walking alongside trucks was explained to me before, but like you don't really realize how amazing it is until you're there actually walking beside the truck and like you said, hearing the music coming out of it. And I did ask a question before I left, like, if I get tired of walking, can I, like, sit on the truck? And I think I was told if I flirt with the driver, maybe. <laughs> um, but you know what? When you're there, you don't feel the need to sit on the truck. And it's it's not a tiring walk. Like, it's, um, it's a very comfortable pace. And you're not just stuck in the one spot with the same people all the time. Like, you can move around. 
and I think another thing that mixes it up is as the trucks are going down the streets you pass some residential areas as well and people come out of their houses and join in on the dancing along the side of the street and you just see the personalities of all the different people coming out that really adds to that atmosphere and it's quite interesting yeah. as well because like depending on what group you're with again there's a band that you're with I'm not gonna mm -hmm. I mean I can say the name of the band but it's neither here neither there um, it has a certain number of trucks mm -hmm. and the one that we're with is probably one of the biggest bands in Trinidad uh, for Carnival and it has literally probably like what 10 trucks Ten, easy 15. music trucks yeah. music yeah. trucks bars moving bars security moving toilets um, an air-conditioned truck I believe you can jump into an air-conditioned mm -hmm. space a water a water truck that sprays water mist if you get too hot those kinds of things um, so you're well looked after on the road um, let's jump into Tuesday. We did a Soko Drome crossing. We crossed the Soko Drome. We wore full costumes. When I say we, yes, DJ Fazma <laughs> wore a costume as well. So I wore one too. Yeah. So basically, we wore our full costumes. Um, we crossed this, the Soko Drome stage. Um, Evangeline, it was your first Soko Drome crossing. What was your take and experience on that? Well, so I didn't know what to expect. So I've, I've seen the Brazilian carnival before where um, you kind of watch from the sidelines as the professionals cross the stage. And I didn't know, like, I, was, I actually even asked you, I was like, are people going to be filming? Like, what's going to happen? Um, but basically, so you're within your band, you have a section um, and you, you like everyone in your section wears the same costume. So they call you to cross the stage based on your section. Um, so that's when you like up until that point you can mix around into the different sections but um, at that point you you join your section to cross the stage and you you kind of wait um, and so there's a truck with I guess the DJ or the MC on it and I don't know in my experience he had like a lot of energy and really amped up the crowd so when we were waiting to cross the stage he was like you know screaming out at us like get ready like it's time and like really pumping up the energy before we even cross the stage and then all of a sudden it's like okay go and everyone just runs across the stage and just dances for their life and like you just see like the peak of their energy coming out at that point um they just fully immerse themselves in the music and the mc is still going he's still pumping up the crowd and um i actually i got a little video going through the crowd i just had to because like i've never seen anything like that and you just see everyone just dancing and moving about and not caring about anything else but the music and the dance and the like having a good time they're just immersed in this little world of I don't know, like unity and togetherness and soca. It's just beautiful. Right. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, uh, actually, interesting. You brought, just brought up Brazil. You've been to Brazil for Carnival? Yes. Do the two compare? I'm not no. asking you to say one's better or worse. Yeah. I'm not going down that path. Mm. They're two different beasts. They're two different cultures. They're two different vibrations. Yeah. Both are beautiful in their own rights. But, uh... What's your take? Like, how do you? How was it for you both? Yeah, I, I, they are so different from each other. At least my experience. Like, I don't know if there's another experience in Brazil, but the one that I had was one where you bought tickets to be um, in the audience at the Socodrome there, um, and you. So the, the dancers that I saw are ones that actually trained for that event, and they come across in their sections and on big floats as well, and it's quite elaborate and fancy, but. 
the whole time I was there, I was just kind of watching from the sidelines. I don't know, maybe there's an option where you can get involved, but the option that I was given was to watch from the sidelines. So it felt more like observing something, which was quite beautiful as well. Um, but I was there more as an observer rather than a participant. And with this one, you participate not even from the moment you arrive in Trinidad, but from before that. So the, in the lead up, they have that um, the showcase where they display all the costumes that you're going to buy. And then you go on and you go um, online when the costumes are released and you choose your costume and you accessorize it. So even before you go there, you're involved in the whole process. And when you get there as well, all the parties that lead up to it, um, Juve, Carnival Monday, like everything, it's just a very immersive experience. Like you're part of this, um, you're part of the experience. You're not just watching it, you're, you're actively involved in it. Okay, no. <laughs> Jamie, you, how was your Carnival Tuesday? <laughs> uh, carnival, I'm just going to say, yeah, everything was good because it was. <laughs> uh, so Carnival Tuesday was great. Uh, the morning is, again, it was the hot, hot sun came out uh, on Carnival Tuesday. So I was taking shelter behind the moving trucks, whatever, like two square meters of, of uh, shade that I could get, I was taking it. Um, and it was actually enjoyed the morning this this time round. Um, there was a, there was a good energy. But Do you know how much breakfast I ate? My God! <laughs> Usually they give you breakfast chits, but they didn't give us chits, so you can just go keep eating breakfast. Oh wow! I was having. I didn't wake up early enough for breakfast. <laughs> I, I had a small breakfast, but when you're in a full costume with tights and lots of stringy things, you kind of think to yourself, how much do I really want to eat? Because <laughs> it's not so easy to get out of that thing if you need I, a bathroom break. I had a coconut bake with saltfish. I had about four what they call potato pies, aloo pies. Um, I didn't try doubles, but <laughs> I had all that. And I had my little cup of rum. I was fine. Go on. Yeah, but um, no, it was great. We this year I didn't go to the after party because obviously there's a sort of last lap cool down party where everyone can uh, party in a enclosed space. All the different groups sort of merged together, and um, if I'm correct, it's sort of you know a, a party, but it gives people a chance to sober up as well before heading home. All right, so so we kind of touch base on everything we kind of wraps it up here okay evangeline i have one last question i have two things for you right yeah um any special mentions meaning anything that comes to mind that you want did you want to get off your chest that's pg obviously <laughs> in whatever term um but like anything that stood out that you just want to go hey guys this is something even if you don't have anything that's fine oh um well, so you, you were saying that... Oh, yeah, I actually, so um, I do like to get... Uh, each tattoo I have is from a different country, and I had to get one in Trinidad, and I like it to be symbolic of the country in some way um, without being an obvious symbol. And I felt like... So I love travelling, and when that whole lockdown thing happened, a part of me just died because the one thing that gave me life was taken away, travelling. And I always thought, like, when I signed up to this carnival experience, I thought, oh, this will be a good first trip back. But I didn't realize just how good it was going to be. And it just kind of brought me back to life. Um, so I got a tattoo of the steel pens, but I have, like, a line going across it, like, as if your heart's beating, because it kind of 
beat the life back into me. Right. Um, but also another another mention I will say, as you mentioned, Jamie does offer soca dance classes, and I will be participating because while no one judges you over there, I have to admit I do not know how to whine. <laughs> I did not know what I was doing. I'm a very awkward person, and. Uh, on the last, so on the Carnival Tuesday, towards the end, someone did come up to me for a while, and I thought, you know what, let me give this a try, and I tried, and to be fair, they did, they were a bit patient, but then eventually they did kind of give me this look like, what the hell is that, <laughs> and walked <laughs> off. Um, not everyone does that, that was the only experience I had with that, and I cannot fault the guy at all. all right. <laughs> so I'm going to sign up to your classes, Jamie. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you've got a brutal self-reflection going on, and I appreciate it. I got, I'm here for it. It's great. It's very important to be uh, real with yourself, and I like the fact that you're doing that. I have one more question for you, the yep. last one, mm -hmm. and that is, would you recommend this trip to people? Definitely. Um, so going into it, I thought that maybe it was like, so in the lead up, I was starting to get a bit nervous because I did not know how to dance soca. I had done no research. I didn't know too much about the culture. Um, and getting in the lead up because everyone else seemed to know what they were talking about. I thought, oh, shit, like, what have I done? Like, maybe I'm not going to fit in here. But I think this is a great experience for anyone, like anyone and everyone it is what you make of it when you go there um you decide what you want to get out of it and everyone is quite happy for you to do so like there's no expectations on you so how does pe how do people actually get involved um well talk to um the wonderful jamie or dj phasma here i guess <laughs> Okay, so yeah, <laughs> all right. So I, th I was hoping, I was hoping you you'd uh, say, look, reach out to the wonderful staff and team at Carnival Vibes Australia. Okay, sorry, because they will help you out. Not Actually, yeah, no, sorry. Um, I have to say, Carnival Vibes Australia made this so incredible for me. They they offered structure, but they also offered freedom and they offered guidance. And if there was something I wanted to do that I wasn't comfortable going alone, they were always there or they were always there to point me in the right direction, offer me advice. And I have to say, like, I'm so glad I did this with Carnival Vibes Australia. They really know how to pull a big event like this together. <laughs> All right, that sounded very pluggy, okay. Um, <laughs> but it's completely true, which is why, like, I, I don't often sign up to things twice, but I am going to for this. <laughs> wow, okay, cool. So, Jamie, any last thoughts? Um, no, just... One thing that I want to mention is, because we haven't touched on it too much, is the music. And there is one song that I found very, very, very special this year that kind of touched in on the essence of how people were feeling and the spirit of carnival and had people singing it. Even when the artists were not on stage, people were singing this song, Come Home by Nyla Blackman. Um, it's... If you haven't heard it, I'm sure DJ Phasma is going to play it for you, but it's definitely a, a song to, to listen to. But just, you know, congratulations on coming. They came second in the road march. Um, but Speaking of that, yes. sorry to interrupt. Um, that's your song? What's your song? 
Evangeline? I think I liked hard fit. You like hard fit? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the one, that one. Okay. It just felt like it just really pumped you up. All right, <laughs> was, cool. Yeah. Cool. Jamie? <laughs> Which I think is why it won, right? <laughs> Elaborate but on I, I, I do like the meaning behind um, Come Home, though. Yeah. You can continue, Jamie. What were you saying? <laughs> no, no. Hard, hard, hard fit did win because it had that, that, <laughs> that energy for people. Um, but uh, definitely there were so many um, fabulous songs for Carnival this year. And hearing that song and being immersed in, in Trinidad and being part of the return of Carnival after three years uh, was, was very, very special. So um, I hope that you know, circle music continues to grow and spread and do what it does, which is bring people joy, uh, because I think more of that is needed.